All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uremchuk. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. We are officially in the garlic era. Huh? What? That makes no sense. Let's get into it with the lead. Welcome into Oilers Nation Every Day, coming to you after the sun has gone down. Why? Because we dream of haunting Bob Stoffer in every time slot he does. Um, all jokes. We're moving from noon to five o'clock because uh, because I was flying home from Seattle today, back from the nation vacation. We'll tell some stories, but more importantly, we're going to get into some hockey talk here. Big news over the weekend. Big news since we did our emergency show on Saturday and the Oilers even won in Seattle. Was firing Woody the right move? Why is Knobloch in charge? What was going on at that press conference? We got 30 minutes of Owen every day to dig into it. And then we are going to flip this bad boy into pre-gaming with Boardsy and get into line combinations and a full preview for tonight's hockey game. And to help me do all of that, it's my pal Liam Horobin, who joins me with his hat on backwards and his smile on very nicely. How's it going, buddy? It's good. My smile was upside down yesterday, though. I think once I once I heard the news, Tyler, I was uh, I was shocked. I was shocked to say the least. How was the how was the reaction down in Seattle on the nation vacation? Dude, I was, I was stunned and, and I, maybe stunned is a bit too dramatic because you f- certainly felt like this was a possibility, right? That mm. they lost to San Jose. 
the decision's been made, which they can say whatever they want in the press conferences. They're full of it. No, you don't fire coaches after dubs. They very clearly knew what they were doing there. He was fired. I think Jay Woodcroft, to an extent, knew he was done. I know a lot of people have done this whole thing, but like his answers in those press conferences, even the way he coached on Saturday in Seattle, that's a dude who knew he was a dead man walking to some extent. So yeah. um, it's a damn shame. Like you look at this man, that record, two playoff appearances, three playoff round victories as well. The best winning percentage in franchise history. This dude deserved better. And the guys in the room, the guys who wear skates on their feet, they're the reason why this didn't work. More importantly, the guys who wear pads on their legs are the reason this didn't work. Because if the Oilers got average goaltending, this whole season goes incredibly differently. I want to bring your attention to a tweet that our pal Reed Wilkins had the other day. And I think it really does perfectly sum up the start of this Oilers season and to an extent why Jay Woodcroft was fired. Oilers are 31st in shooting percentage. If they were 17th, so below average still, 17th, they would have nine more goals with their shot production. They're dead last in save percentage. If they were 17th, they would have allowed 11 fewer goals. Their, they would have, their minus 16 goal differential would flip to a plus four. You would have won the game in Dallas. You would have won the game in San Jose. You would have been sitting here with, instead of a 3-9-1 record, you have a 5-7-1 record, and things don't look as dark. The reason I think this didn't work is goaltending, and that is on Jack Campbell for being bad. Like, again, I feel for the guy. I know he's going through it personally. This demotion's not easy, but he was bad since signing that contract. Stuart Skinner, below average this year. Need him to be better. He got fired because of goaltending. That's partially on the guys. That's partially on Ken Holland for not taking care of that issue during any point in his Oilers tenure. Jay Woodcroft's also been fired because the Oilers are unlucky. The team with two of the best, most naturally talented players in the NHL is 31st in shooting percentage. That is not going to hold. There will be, I promise you, I believe it. There will be a one to two week stretch where this team is first place in shooting percentage and they will win five or six in a row in those games. It'll come. It's a matter of time. Maybe we saw the start of it against the Seattle Kraken when a good mm -hmm. chunk of shots started going in, when some bounces started to finally go their way. Pucks are just magically popping to Dylan Holloway on the blue paint. It was great to see. This, Jay Woodcroft is, has flaws. There is no coach in the league that is perfect. And even if we become obsessed with Knobloch in his first two weeks as the coach, in his first year as the coach, there will come moments where he does things we cannot stand, Liam. Mm -hmm. Woody didn't play the kids enough. When he came in, one of the things he did very well, he was playing fourth-line guys 10, 11 minutes, and son of a bitch, they were scoring. He went away from that. He lost it. He was too quick to go to the blender. I didn't love that either. He was too stubborn with his deep pairings, and he didn't hold players accountable. He didn't hold the right players accountable when mistakes are being made. Woodcroft had flaws. I'm not trying to tell you he didn't. But the main reasons why that man is not the coach of the Edmonton Oilers right now, and honestly, this should have been a relationship that lasted five to ten years. I don't. It's frustrating that it didn't. But the reasons this didn't work are bad luck goaltending in Ken Holland. Yeah, I mean, it's not, there's not many too, too many other things to add, I think, Tyler. This season so far, what are we, 12 games in now? I think we can all point out ourselves five, five or six times that the others have been unfortunate. And then there's also a bunch of other times the goalies just haven't made saves. And then it's such a shame, isn't it? Because Woodcroft, we all know how good he is. We all know this team is underperforming. 
Yep. And he just had a bad 12 game span as a, as the coach of this team. And it cost him his job. It's, it, I, I keep thinking to myself, I wonder what would have happened if last season it was reversed. You know, are they, they had the seven yeah. and three, and then they had the three and seven. What if they had gone three and seven to start the season? Would he have been gone then? I don't think so. Like this season is a very important one. There's, there's no denying that, but I'm just having a tough time seeing where Woody's gone and like the the way the organization has handled this is is very unfortunate, I think. And it just puts a bad, bad spotlight on a team that has had a lot of success during the Ken Holland era. And I know, hey, I've said I don't think Ken Holland should have a job today. And quite frankly, I actually don't think he really does have a job anymore if we want to dig into that too, I'm sure. But it's it's just such a mess right now. And Woodcroft deserved a lot better. And it's unfortunate too for the new guy who's come in. How do you, how do you say his name again? Noblocker? Noblock. 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 Close. German for garlic. Miss Coach Chris Garlic, we'll call him. Um, yeah. For him to come in and like, quite frankly, I, I know nothing about him. And I, I don't have a lot of belief in him. And it's not because of anything he's done. It's just because he just doesn't look right. It just doesn't feel right that someone who's going to be behind that bench tonight that isn't Jay Woodcroft. And it, it's just leaving a really bad taste in my mouth. And we've got a lot to un- unwrap here, Tyler. And we've got 22 more minutes to try and get into it. So what was the next layer you want to get into here? Because there is there is a lot to peel back. No, I, I'm going to give him a fair shake. And I understand what you, what you said about it. Yeah. But about it being weird. I mean, we've both been in situations. You get out of a long relationship. You go out on a date again. It's odd, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it there'll be a little bit of... It is It is different, Liam. <laughs> no, I was going to make a joke, but it's way too personal, and we're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to tell you it off the air. I'm sorry to everybody watching to do that to you. Um, but we'll give him a fair shake. And you know what? I think he has a chance to be a good coach. I think he looks like yeah. a guy who could be a good coach for you. I like that they didn't go with, like, a retread whatever hire. The other thing, and just reading some reports, this was probably going to be Jay Woodcroft's last year anyways. I think Jeff Jackson, reading everything he's had to say in the past about Knobloch, reading some stuff around the hockey world today and talking to people, this is his boy. This is clearly a Jeff yeah. Jackson hire. If this was a Ken Holland hire, I think it goes in a different direction. I think we're looking at a retread. I think we're looking at someone who's more of a hard ass because I think that's what Ken Holland believes this team wants. And listening to that press conference, Holland and Jackson are not on the same page. That is abundantly no. clear right now. This is a Jeff Jackson hire. And I think one way or another, Jeff Jackson was getting his guy in charge of this organization. And it just happened maybe six months earlier than he thought it would. Yeah, I. You know what? Let's talk about Jackson because I, I got a bad feeling about him too. I. Why? Because okay. So here's my reasoning behind it. He's yesterday that press conference was so strange. We have seen them do press conferences all the time. We've all been through them, right? Like I think Zach Lang listed them off on Oilers Nation today. We've had the Peter Shirelli one, the Craig McTavish one, Kevin Lowe. Everyone's gone and done it. And yesterday for me. That was the strangest one in the sense of like, I have no idea who is in charge, whose idea it was to make all these decisions going into it. And in that meeting, like it, conference, no one really seemed to want to like tell us the answers. It just felt like such a lie from everyone, but they just kept stumbling over each other. And there's one thing that's bugging me here. And again, I'm not really into Ken Holland anymore, but I think he's being a little bit disrespected in the sense of, 
he's put a lot of good work into this team. And now, it, like I just said, Dan, it feels like he's not even the GM anymore. He's not making decisions. Paul Coffey is now an assistant coach. And I think that Ken Holland has done a really good job of moving the Oilers past the old boys club in many ways and bringing in fresh ideas too. And Ken Holland doesn't fire coaches midseason. He's done it once before and it was here with Dave Tippett. And yeah. now this new coach doesn't even get to pick his assistants. And it just seems like everyone was sat there on a bit of bit of eggshells, more Holland and, and uh, the new coach, not knowing exactly what to say. And then they say something and then it just feels like Jeff Jackson maybe disagreed a little bit. And then also he didn't, he barely even smiled in the team picture, Tyler. It just seems very strange that this guy is coming into an organization that I think has come a long way in the last five years. It has many flaws. I'm not going to sit here and deny that. But now it okay. feels like it's really being ripped down too. Okay, I'm going to push back with you on one thing you said there. Because you said you okay. feel bad for Ken Holland. But you also say Ken Holland shouldn't have a job, Leo. So if exactly. He they, I, should just, they should just fire yeah, they him. They should fire him. They should. But I think just, they're doing... Hiring a GM in the middle of the season, Liam, when, when there's very few candidates out there and you don't know what yep. the landscape's going to be in the summer, I think that's a mistake. I think Ken Holland can be useful for the next little bit here. He can navigate the trade market for you. At the end of the day, though, he is not doing anything unless Jeff Jackson signs off on it. Yeah. And that's the way I think it should be. This is Jeff Jackson's organiza organization going forward. We all liked the hire at the time. Is Knobloch going to be good or bad, man? I have zero idea. No idea. I do not know mm -hmm. about, enough about his coaching style. I do not know enough about his relationship with 97. I do not know enough about how the locker room is going to respond to this to make that decision. But it's Jeff Jackson's first move. And if it doesn't work, it, this is very clearly a situation where we will be able to go a year or two from now. If they're firing another coach, that is strike one or at least strike one on Jeff Jackson. This is his hire. And I like that he made this move. I'm happy mm -hmm. that they didn't give Holland a chance to go. Because again, I thought Woodcroft should have been here for five to 10 years. I'm now sitting here saying, Knobloch better be here for five years. I know his deal is for this year and two more. He better serve out that deal and then get an extension <laughs> because this team needs to find a long-term voice behind the bench. And if Ken yeah. Holland, I'm assuming here, but I'm assuming if Ken Holland had his way, we would have been talking about a Boudreaux or a Gallant or someone like that. Mm -hmm. And that's fair enough too. And I, I'm not saying I'm, I know it's weird that I'm defending Holland after everything I just said last week, yeah. but my, my point being, he just shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be here. If you don't have the connections as whatever Jeff Jackson is, CEO, whatever his position is, then yep. you also just shouldn't be in that position yourself. So you're using Holland for the benefit of the organization. And I understand that, but just put the man out of his misery. Yesterday, he did not look like he, he wanted to be there. He looks like a man who wants to be in charge and isn't used to having people above him. And I just think that's a little bit unfair. And I would just, just let him go too. Just let him walk. Let him. I know it's probably not, a good image for him as the career he's had, but I wouldn't have gone that. But let's talk about Paul Coffey, maybe. What what are you thinking in that regard? I I don't get it fully. Um he doesn't seem like a guy who's overly thrilled for this opportunity. <laughs> he literally said, I don't I didn't want this job like four yeah. times. I know. So it's <sighs> like I, I don't I don't know about that. Um he wasn't a defensive defenseman. When you look at the way he played, like, again, I never watched Paul Coffey, but you read what people say. You hear what people say about Paul Coffey as a defenseman. He wasn't the defensive D-man. He wasn't staying in a system or anything. So is he going to be able to teach that when he's never coached at the professional level? 
ah, I, this feels weird to me, man. This feels like mm. a directive from up high of this is a guy we trust because they very there are multiple layers that clearly trust Paul Coffey. I I, I almost don't want to say this because I don't want to start something, but like, is Paul Coffey on a fact finding mission or is he here to coach? I know. I thought about this too. He is, he is too tight with Kate to, to not to for you not to all think that. Like it's so strange that he is going to be in a dressing room. It's even stranger he's just going to be in the coach's room. And the fact that uh, the new coach wasn't able to even pick his assistant coaches, and now he's just been given the assistant advisor, the special advisor, whatever role we're making up for Paul Coffey these past few yeah. years, is going to be in that room with him. That'd be. He's, it just feels like we're putting him in such a bad situation right now. And the one the one benefit of Paul Coffey, and he said it in his press conference yesterday, is he loves the Oilers. He's going to do whatever he can to help them win. He's a man who's won five Stanley Cups. He's, he knows his way around the block. I know that his defensive game, like you said, Tyler, but he's going to be able to figure it out at some point, I think. It's just it's interesting to think that they're putting in such an inexperienced head coach and right next to him a an assistant coach who last coached in the OJHL like seven, eight years ago. It's puzzling, dude. It is puzzling to say the least. Um, yeah, I, I'm, we'll see. I'm trying to go into this with a really open mind. Like, again, I love Jay Woodcroft. Uh, did he have flaws without a doubt? I think the chat right now, the Finning Cat YouTube chat, a lot of you guys are saying the same thing. It's tough. It is tough. Um, but Nowhere to go but forward. I know there were a few comments like that. Like, I know Adam was in and said, goaltending, blah, blah, time to move forward. New season starts now, the knob era. And yeah, like, Kate, sure. But like the biggest piece of context as to why Jay Woodcroft isn't the coach of this team is goaltending, if we're being totally honest. Mm -hmm. Like, again, did Jay Woodcroft make mistakes? Did he have tendencies that were annoying and maybe incorrect? Sure. But those aren't the reasons he got fired. So, um, yeah, Lance, Paul Coffey's strategy. Just let them play hockey. I mean, I think if you're watching this Oilers blue line, the amount of terrible pinches, bad reads, bad turnovers we've seen, maybe we shouldn't just be letting them play hockey. Maybe they need a little bit of coaching here. Um, the, Christian I, I said guess... it's going to be good cop, bad cop with them. Neither of them have a reputation of being a bad cop, so I don't know. Yeah, I was, I, I was listening to Rob Brown talk a little bit too about Paul Coffey and his experience with him. And he said, he's like, he's a guy who's going to give everything to this team. Like he, he's a very honest person. He's going to, it's going to be someone the players can trust, but it's going to be yeah. a wall. They're going to have to try and break down. Cause everyone, everyone knows who he is to this team at the moment. I, what, what do you think of that? I guess, Tyler, do you think, do you think it's good to have the familiarity of uh, a Gullitson uh, and a Mark Stewart still with the organization? Or do you, or is there also the flip side of it too that maybe it was just he came in too quickly for them to even think about what assistance he could have? I yeah, I'm not going to read too much into that because it's a coaching hire midseason, right? Like the dude literally yeah. got plucked out of Hartford, Connecticut, and is showing up here. So, um, I, objectively hilarious that Glenn Gullitson <laughs> is sticking around. That is beyond funny because I I think there is a little part of Glenn Gullitson who might be like. Why the hell can't I get paid to do nothing? All my <laughs> friends are getting paid from you guys to do nothing. Why can't I get paid to do nothing? Yeah, it's it's he quite funny. Every coaching change since he got here that is bananas. <laughs> 
and he's never been put in charges on, on an intern basis, has no. he? That's the funny thing, too. He's like, this guy has NHL coaching experience, and they still didn't consider him for this job. Like, for, I know it's still early in the year, but whatever. But there was uh, there's another thing, too, that, Tyler, we should bring up. So Chris Knobloch played at the University of Alberta Golden Blaze, Bears. Oh, Bears. Does yep. anyone want to guess who the goaltender was when he was at the Golden Bears? I know the answer, but I'll give you the moment. <laughs> it was Dustin Schwartz. Dustin Schwartz is here <laughs> <in the> stay. <laughs> that was so funny. I saw that. I, cause I saw it, and I was like, okay, well, maybe, you know, you're thinking about it. Okay, well, maybe we can move away from the Dustin Schwartz. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. There's a connection there, and there's a, there's a relationship there. Very funny. It really Ooh. cracked me up when I saw that. <laughs> okay, but also there was this part. Like, people kept making the joke about, how, like, oh, my God, he must be an in-law of Kate's if he doesn't get fired. But now people keep asking me if it's true. Like, I've gotten DMs from people and tweets being like, so. is it true he's married to Kate's niece? I'm like, yeah, what I've the hell that. is going on here? Yeah, I think that's true. Well, keep that rumor going. <laughs> I don't even Just, know how to make it on a life of its own. Uh, it the, is absolutely uh, So I guess... We've had we've had a long time to really, really think yeah. about this, I suppose. But like, how are you feeling in this moment? Like, what do, you, how do you think this team's going to go tonight? Like, what what are you seeing? Like, the comments in the dressing room today were were not good either. Those were that was very bad. What all those players said today, and not in the way of like bad of like, oh, we got our coach fired. In the way of like, nobody wanted this to happen, but Jeff Jackson. I I know for a fact that this obviously speculation, but. There's no way Ken Holland wanted to fire these two guys. No way. And maybe that's a problem. Maybe that's a problem too. I think he maybe wanted to make a coaching change but hire someone else. Um, I, okay. uh, it just, I've heard a bunch of different sides of this from people who are relatively plugged in. And it's like, I, I, I don't know if the players, I don't think any player went to management and said, coaching change and i Mm -hmm. think there have been points where it's gotten to that and the players have been more involved and i believe them when they say they didn't quit on jay woodcroft or he didn't lose the room but i also think the players maybe recognize this was time for a change and at the same time if the players didn't want to lose the coach and they did play better right like maybe then it just does serve as a wake-up call yeah, and that, that is it, isn't it? Like, the the players were, haven't been good enough this season. And the frustrating part is that we've seen them be good enough. We saw them be good enough for the first period against Seattle. Slowly, it kind of faded away, especially in the third period. But they got in, themselves out to a good enough lead, and a goalie was able to make saves to give them the win. We just haven't seen that enough on throughout this season yet. But I think the, the conspiracy theory of Connor McDavid being the GM of this team and calling the shots really... Really died big time. I never really bought into that anyway. I know it was a short kind of theory, but like McDavid, I don't think he cares in the sense of like, I don't think he wants to be involved in any of that stuff. He cares that Woodcroft was the coach. He cares that the team is looking to be successful, but I don't think he's bothered about like firing coaches and all, and who's here and who's not. Like he cared that Connor Brown is here, of course. He went out of his way to go and have dinner with the guy and get him here. But like that's about to the extent of Connor McDavid's caringness, I guess. Is that what? Karen? Yeah, but also, can, like, I want to dig into this a little bit now. 
people are the people who are peddling this stuff are totally, in my opinion, talking out of two sides of their mouths. You have the best player in the NHL in the last however many years. And yeah, make some moves to keep that guy happy. Yeah. You're one of your biggest priorities should be keeping Connor McDavid happy. If he's happy, the team's better. He's your captain. Like, okay, sure. Like hiring his agent to run the team. I don't think anyone was calling that a bad hire at the time. It was like, damn right. We got to keep Connor happy. This increases his chances of staying. Also, Jeff Jackson, a wonderfully qualified hockey individual who's worked his way up in an industry from a player to management to building a successful agent and now getting this job. This wasn't some sort of like nepotism is not the word to use, but I know that's what people are throwing around like that wasn't the case here. And like going out and getting Connor Brown, we all applauded that move at the time, 775 K this year Mm -hmm. against the cap. And now in hindsight, people want to be like, Oh, it's just McDavid running around like a baby getting his way. Oh, getting coaches fired. Oh, come on now, everybody smart. Not, yeah, I I agree. Do you, well, let's address one other theory then before we move on. Are yep. Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl coach killers? Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think that's a fair label to give them at this point. Like, again, I know I just said, like, keeping Conor McDavid happy is important. Yes, it absolutely is. Um, Mm. But is this a core group of players that, wants to rely on their talent a little bit too much and doesn't want to make necessary adjustments and doesn't want to put in effort when the going gets tough. I I think at some point, to quote my good friend Lodide, the problem is you develop a past. And you came into the NHL with Todd McClellan, who we're seeing still, damn good NHL coach. And he lost you somehow, okay? And then you mm-hmm. got Ken Hitchcock. You know what? That was a little bit square peg, round hole-ish. That wasn't yeah. quite the fit they probably needed. I would give them a pass on that. You get Dave Tippett in, and you know what? He's more old school. He did some things maybe you didn't like. As a group, you wanted a fresh voice. Okay, sure. I can even sit there and go, I saw the issues with Tippett. That's fine. But the fact that you got Jay Woodcroft fired, a dude who, again, worked his way up through every level, worked in different areas, was the winningest coach in franchise history on a win percentage basis. 
has won you playoff rounds. The fact that you couldn't put in the effort over the last month for that guy, yeah, you're a coach killer. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, I, I'm kind of on both sides of it, to be honest. I think when you actually go through the, the process of looking through each coach, I think there's actually pretty good reasons why it maybe didn't work. And like, like Todd McLennan, I liked him. He was the guy that got his back to the playoffs. He did a lot yep. of good things with this organization too. And then when you actually look at the team that a guy coached, pretty, pretty bad. I just don't know if he was ever the long-term project here and then like Hitchcock, Tippett, whatever. But like the Woodcroft one is, it feels a lot different. I yeah. like McDavid said today, he's like, they never, he never lost the room. He, and is it just bad luck? Like, is it just bad luck that the Jay Woodcroft is gone today in the sense of like McDavid's injured? Dryside or Kone a barn door right now, even if he wanted to. Yeah. Like that guy cannot get anything going for him. I just wonder if it's too harsh of a label, even though all the evidence is there to claim that it's a hundred percent true. I just maybe it's just unfortunate timing that this Woodcroft deal had to go down. But now the label is there, heavier than ever, and those two guys specifically have to go out and prove themselves starting today that they are not coach killers and they can play under anybody and keep it going. Okay, there are a lot of you over in the Fitting Cat YouTube chat right now, and I absolutely love it. Again, yes, our schedule you. is a little bit wonky today as a network, um, just because, again, flying, travel, all of that stuff. We do want to flip things over to pre-gaming with Boardsy in just a second. Could we maybe pop the link into uh, into the YouTube chat? Is that possible now, Liam? Did we fix that? I think we can do that if, if we're able to. Oh, let me find it. Let me, yeah. Let's find out. Yeah, let's find out. We'll see if we can drop the link in. What we're going to do is we're going to shut this thing down in like 90 seconds, and we're just going to flip over into the pre-gaming with Boardsy stream as well. I do have a Sherwood Ford giant question that I want to get to, but I think I'm going to save it for pre-gaming because it's a bit more of a game preview thing. It's going to be what is one change you're hoping Knoblock makes as this team's head coach. Shout out to our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant. Check them out, SherwoodFord.ca. Also, remember, Sherwood Power Sports and Marine is coming February of 2024, right in the heart of Sherwood Park. All your outdoors needs. Sherwood Power Sports and Marine will have you covered. We're probably now, like, again, we got really into it, Liam. The discussion was good. The chat was yeah. awesome. The link is in there. I love seeing that. Uh, you, courtesy of our good friend Ryan, who always comes and golfs yes. in the Owen Open with us, you're going Best. to uh, you're going to the game tonight, thanks to him. I'm, I'm going to the game. Coach Garlic's first game in the NHL. Do you want to know a funny thing, Tyler? Jay sure. Woodcroft's first game was against the New York Islanders. And the Oilers? Play the Islanders tonight. So hopefully... And uh, they won. Coach they won the Garlic. Oh, did, yeah. did they win? Yeah. Okay. They won. <laughs> All right. There you okay. go. You enjoy the game. Shout out to Sherwood Ford, the Giant, Sherwood Power Sports and Marine Sports Closet, where, as always, we're live from the Sports Closet Studio. Finning Cat, Alberta Blue Cross, Nation Vacation, recap coming tomorrow on Oilers Nation Radio, DoorDash, and Betway. We're going to move over to pre-gaming with Boardsy, where we'll dig into that giant question. Zach Lang's going to stop by and help us really dig into that press conference yesterday and maybe mm. tell us what uh, what we can expect from Chris Knobloch behind the Oilers bench. And then also Aaron and I are going to go through the lines and all that good stuff. So you saw the link in your YouTube. Go there. We're heading live. Pre-gaming with Boardsy starts in 90 seconds. Talk to everybody on this show again tomorrow at 12.01. See ya. Goodbye. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, 
there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 